Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Welcome to the Movers Mindset Podcast, where I talk with movement enthusiasts to find out who they are, what they do, and why they do it. My guest today is Ben Frank. Welcome, Ben. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I, I'm chuckling because mostly I just want to press record and talk to people. I love getting to do this. It's just downright fun. Um, but today I get to do something a little extra special. I want to start, and, and you and I discussed this before, and I want to start with a little plug. Please don't skip forward. Um, in a couple weeks, uh, on the weekend that is May 27th through the 29th, uh, Ben and I both will be at the Move NYC event, which is in Manhattan. He'll be there teaching uh, photography of movement, if I understand correctly, and I'll just be there as an imposter at a movement event. And the event is run by the Movement Creative, and obviously I'm going to say for more information and tickets to the event, please go to their website after listening to us. Their website is themovementcreative.com. And at the top on the right, you click on Move NYC. And if you missed it this year and you're listening to this a year later, it's probably happening again. So cool. Please go there. Uh, anyway, welcome, Ben. I think the question that is top of mind whenever I get a chance to talk to photographers, I'm always super interested in process. And I'm wondering, since you're going to be teaching photography at the event, teaching people how to photograph, or, or maybe maybe I, I think I know what you want to say, is sharing what you know, <laughs> as opposed to teaching, um, sharing what you know about photographing movement, how much of what you feel that you do when you're photographing, how much of it is you personally creating and how much of it is like co-creation with other people who might also be photographing or videoing the same event? Because I'm always curious, like, is the experience different for you when you're like one guy with a camera versus like you and two friends and they have their eye for things and you have yours and then you kind of like, it becomes like a little jam creative session in the photography part of it. See what I'm, what I'm getting at about process. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a ton of experience really shooting with, you know, a lot of other like video or other photographers together. Um, you know, it's for sure a collaborative process with the athlete or athletes that I'm working with where, you know, it's, we're running around kind of looking at different spots and um, I'll suggest the movement or, you know, sometimes it comes from the athlete. Um, but it's for sure a collaborative process with the athlete and myself. And that's how I approach it. Um, and yeah, that's, that's the way I usually like to work. And for the workshop, it's just fun to, you know, try and share some of what I do and, you know, working with an athlete, collaborating with people and just sharing some of the, some of my experience. Do, um, so obviously it's really hard to tell in a still. Uh, so I've, you know, I've flipped through some of your work and it's hard to tell when one looks at a still, obviously if it's a portrait, it's pretty clear if they're in the studio with it, that it's a collaborative, cooperative thing. Um, but do you ever do photography or video work where the subjects aren't really collaborating, you know, more like found footage kind of like you're out in public, I'm taking your picture, whether you like it or not, or do you prefer to work in a situation where you can kind of interact with them and then they do the thing and then you interact more than they do the thing again? I've I've done that in the past, like more street photography, found stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I've evolved my my kind of practices evolved to the point where I think I like interacting with the people and having it be more of a collaborative experience. Mm -hmm. 
where, you know, like I want them to come away with something they like, you know, especially with the movement stuff I'm doing, I'm capturing some, you know, potentially pretty challenging jumps and big things. And uh, it's more of a collaboration. And, you know, even if I stop someone on the street, you know, which I've done in the past to like take a portrait, you know, I'm still interacting with them. Um, and I know different photographers have different, you know, there's a few different schools of thought on it. Right. Um, but yeah, I like the interaction and meeting people and actually working with them. What I'm, I'm wondering what's the most surprising. So I suspect that when you interact with you know, a parkour athlete or uh, a pogo athlete, go watch the videos of the guys on pogo sticks. Um, but when you interact with those people, what's the most surprising thing because you get their perspective on the movement. I don't mean like their visual perspective. I mean, they're, they're saying this is really challenging and maybe you're thinking it's not, or this is really easy and you're thinking it's really challenging. Like, is there anything that's really surprised you about when you interact with them and you learn about their perspective of what they're doing? And because that's going to be very different from your point of view behind the lens. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, I, I think a lot of people who don't really know much about it, they, you know, look at someone and it's like the, the kind of cliche is do a backflip, right? <laughs> and, you know, it's like I was I was shooting with a pogo guy a couple of days ago, and that's all people want to see, right? Mm. And that's not necessarily like he can do backflips all day. It's like very easy for him to do. Mm. Um and so I try when I'm working with them, I try and learn about, you know, whatever the, whatever the movement practices, like lately I've been doing this pogo stuff. Um, and so it's, you know, fun to like look at how they look at um, the environment and then try and figure out how best to capture some, some cool, some imagery of their movement. That's a good point about learning about, uh, not the literal mechanics of the movement, but learning about the movement art that they're pursuing. Um, I, I don't even pretend that I'm a photographer. I mean, I suppose I'm one technically because I have a camera and I point at things, but it's not, I'm not doing it on purpose. Like I'm trying to create something. And I'm, I'm just wondering about how much of what you do do you feel happens in the moment? You know, like in, the, I'm way out of my I'm way out of my depth here, but like in shot composition and all all the all the stuff that you would do, and then take press the shutter versus how much of it is well I'll just take uh, a wider shot because I know I can I'm assuming crop it later or, or I can mess with the colors and oh well I should have shot in black and white but I'll just shoot in color and make it black and white later like how much of your personal process is you f- do you feel has to happen in the moment for it to be like creatively real versus how much of it do you feel that you can do later, you know, sitting by yourself, remembering back to what you captured? I, I think for me, a lot of it is in the moment uh, where like I look at something and I'm like, okay, this is how I want to shoot it. Um, you know, some movements, like sometimes when I'm shooting with people, I'm not going to get more than one or two takes. Uh, so I have to think about my composition. I mean, that's like a conversation we have when I'm shooting with people is like, how many times can you actually do this? Um, (laughs) you know, and I don't want to, I try not to push too much, um, because you know, I'm 
for me, it's easy. I point the camera and take a picture. You know, I'm not the one jumping, you know, a big 17 foot gap. I'm not the one doing backflips or, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Um, you know, so my, my job is much easier. Hmm. But yeah, I, I like to try and, um, you know, it's like in the moment, think about how I want to compose the shot. Um, you know, lately I've been doing uh, some black and white work. So, you know, I have the camera set to black and white. I mean, it shoots in color, but then I'm going to, you know, make a black and white in post. I don't know. I'm always just fascinated by there's so much in a photograph and it's even, you know, it's like, it doesn't move, right? Duh, Craig, it's just a photograph, but all the little nuance that, that we as humans pick up on about, and even if it's faked afterwards, which parts of it are in focus, which parts of it are blurred, where are the shadows, where's the light, you know, how are things centered? There's all these little nuance. And I'm, I'm, I'm drawn to, if you're drawn to doing that creative work in the moment, and I guess maybe people would say you have an eye, that's your hat, your developed eye for that. Like, how does somebody, I don't want to say like me, cause I want to be a photographer, but how does somebody start like, okay, I got an iPhone, you know, I got an old iPhone. How do I figure out what my jam is? Like, do I just go out and, uh, you know, point and shoot 9,000 photos and then sit in front of my computer and go, that one was cool. Go do more like that. Or, or is there a way that you can sort of suggest that people begin to think about themselves as a creative person with a camera, as opposed to just like, yeah, I got a phone and I can take photos. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just going out and doing it really. It's, it's kind of that simple. It's, you know, I, when I discovered it, I, you know, it's, it's not like I set out to shoot parkour mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, when I first pick up, the, picked up a camera, um, but it just kind of evolved naturally. And it was, uh, you know, it's a, it's an evolution, uh, you know, moving, moving through the years I've been a photographer, it's definitely an evolution. And I think advice, I would just say, go out and shoot, you know, whether it's with your phone or get a, get a camera and go try and see what, see what you like to do, see what you like to photograph. Hmm. Because it does seem, I was going to say, it's a big world. And what I what I mean is not the thing you point the camera at is a big world, yes. But it seems to me like there's a huge uh, difference in the types of things. I once was on vacation and I was shooting a whole bunch of photos and I was posting them and somebody finally wrote like, dude, where are the people? Like I hadn't taken a shot of a person. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm a landscape photographer. <laughs> I was taking yeah. all these, you know, big wide shots and struggling with my little crappy iPhone and like doing panos and stuff. Um, and I think for me, that stemmed from wanting to try and capture the moments. You know, this is this was my perspective at this moment. There happened to be nobody here. Um, and other people, then I see beautiful photography of like crowded scenes, you know, where there's so much motion, people are fuzzy and moving and interacting, but then there's one, uh, one focus of the shot. Um, and I, I'm looked at a lot of your I mean, I don't know if I've seen all of that, but I've looked at a bunch of your material and there's often a single subject and it, not that they're all what they you know, the, the classic body in space type shots, but a lot of it, it's a single, the, it seems to me the focus that you want the viewer to, to be or to see is one athlete. And have you experimented with what happens if I try to 
get in the melee and have multiple athletes or more complex compositions around multiple athletes or multiple activities or athletes plus yeah it's a like instead of an empty boardwalk there's a crowd type of thing like have you played with that level of complexity yeah i mean i i think i've definitely um had some shots where it's a little bit busier for sure um like I can think of, there's just one shot that came to mind because I looked at it recently is uh, I've done these photo walks uh, for Photoville with Leica where we, you know, me and a few athletes kind of run around similar similar to uh, what I'm going to be doing at Move NYC, but we kind of uh, run around with some athletes around Dumbo uh, and it's, the turnout has been wild. Mm. And so it's, uh my friend Richie doing a backflip, like a layout uh, backflip and just like 50, 60 photographers kind of like <laughs> crowded around on the right, just shooting him up in the air. And I think a lot of it too is, um, yes, there's one subject, but just for the fact that I'm shooting in, you know, New York city, you're bound to get, people in the background uh, that I don't even, you know, when I'm shooting, I don't necessarily even notice that. Uh, But then you get these kind of happy accidents where, you know, sometimes the people aren't looking at all, you know, there's this crazy movement going on and someone's like walking by on their phone and they don't notice Mm -hmm. or they're looking, you know? And so it's just fun to, you know, capture those little details uh Mm. even though it might not be like front and center when you actually like look at the picture um yeah that detail is striking that'll that'll show itself i'm imagining there's a a pogo photograph of i don't know where it was shot but the person doing the pogo i think maybe they're doing a front flip off of like a, a low terrace like into a grass or something but because they pogo so high, they're like this person way up in the air and there's people sitting on the stairs. And one of the persons, there's a, I think it's like a man and a woman, and one of them is just like, you know, doing their own thing. And the other one is has got like this, what in the, you know, like looking up, you know, above 45 degrees at this person on a pogo stick. And that was the image that made me think of that question is like how much of that, um, which you've already answered, but like how much of that is intentional and that seems like could that would be a, Clearly, clearly, use your words. That would be a whole nother dimension to the work. Or like, how much do you want to mix in? Like, some I have some friends who do, you know, found photography of architecture. And you basically just walk through the city, and you're looking for interesting shots, and the buildings don't move. You know, um, but people yeah. make everything. I was gonna say, people make everything complicated. Interesting. People make everything yeah. interesting. But I think that that shot you mentioned is kind of a perfect example where you know I think there's four people in the frame. Uh, one person, this girl on the left is recording it with a phone. One girl is like giving me the stink eye. She's like looking straight into the camera. <laughs> I think that's and the one, right? <laughs> yeah. And then it's the two people you described and like one of them isn't even looking. Yeah. And it's just like amazing thing happening, you know, right next to them. And she's yeah. just not looking at it or he's not looking. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. neat what you capture. Yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoy those little moments a lot. What do you think the athletes are thinking when you're pointing the camera at them? 
Like, do you really get, do you get lost in the moment at the, sh with the shutter, you know, where you're just like totally in the zone or do you feel like you can actually see them as people and try to get some feel for what their experience is? Um, yeah, I mean, I think so. I don't know if I'm necessarily capturing it in the picture, but um, having been around so many different athletes, I think uh, what's really fascinating to me is the process mm. uh, where you get a front row seat to the process of them like breaking a jump um, and working through the challenges. Uh, and I like, I can't get enough of that. That is, I find that so amazing where hmm. uh, someone just gets in a zone and then they can do this thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, the privilege of, that's like a privilege of access type of thing. Yeah. That's, that's a neat point that I hadn't really considered. So like, um, I mean, for example, it's, it's, the clip is, um, watching uh david wolf um do these strides on a building i think this is the the example i'm thinking of but kind of watching him right before he did these strides was incredible where you mm -hmm. see him getting into the zone and getting himself ready and then he just goes yeah um I'm going to imagine you and I have, we haven't ever trained together. So I don't know your personal movement style or like what level you, you know, you're drawn to, but I'm wondering, so you hang out with all these people who are really damn good and you get to see, you know, the processes that they use and what they can manage. Uh, do you ever have like imposter syndrome creep into your own movement where you go, <laughs> I've watched so many people do all these cool strides and I'm not going anywhere near Strideville. Like uh, how does, how do you, if it, if it all like, or is it completely separate for you? Like when you're looking through the camera, it's a different world. It's not the world that you move in or how do you deal with that? What I'm guessing is a large distance between the world-class people, um, and your own movement. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, you know, gives me pause when I want to go, you know, think about doing something when, you know, I mean, some of the people I've shot with are like crazy, crazy talented. Um, you know, some of the best people in the world, really, at what they do. Um, but I mean, for me, it's, again, it's a collaboration. Like, they don't need to be there. They're there because they want to be. Um, and, you know, I'm bringing something else to the table, something, you know, maybe they can't necessarily do um, and capture, you know, they can't necessarily capture themselves as well doing their thing. Right. Um, so I think that's the, you know, that's the, that's the collaboration. Um, you know, and I, I know better than to try what they're doing. <laughs> Amen. Uh, you know, in, in that respect, I'm a total novice, total beginner, but you know, with the camera, um, you know, I can, I can bring that to the table. I'm going to say the same thing about microphones and podcasting. Um, you know, I know enough to know that I suck and it's not imposter syndrome. It's verifiable, but I just love the ability to, to talk to people and find out about what they're passionate about. Um, 
And for some people, it's really hard when I point microphones at them, they freak out and I understand why and that's okay. And I'm happy to help. Um, but I just like lose my, you know, become an irrational babbling fool because I love talking to people and, you know, getting not that access is hard to get, but just, you know, like, oh, I got a chance to talk to Ben, you know, and like, I didn't have a chance before. So I love it. Yeah. So well, it's ben. similar. I mean, for me, it's similar with the camera. Um, yeah. You know, the, the cameras more or less an excuse to go meet and hang out with these people. <laughs> I know what you mean, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll, you know, create some cool photos and, you know, some good work. And yeah, it's, I mean, that's, that's a big part of it for sure. Nice. All right. Well, I'm just watching our time slip by. I will just say, and of course the final question, three words to describe your practice. Um, I would say collaborative. I mean, we've, we've kind of touched on that a little bit. Um, uh, thoughtful, you know, I'm, I'm try and think of the athlete's perspective and think about, you know, a little bit on a deeper level as to why I'm doing what I'm doing and, uh, the, the kind of longer term repercussions of it and, how I can evolve and then evolve uh, can evolving is I think the third word and how I can like evolve my practice to, you know, be more thoughtful, create, you know, new and better work and, you know, challenge myself and uh, the athletes I'm working with. Terrific. As I say often, because I mean it. Thank you so much, Ben. It was a delight to get a chance to talk to you. Great. I, I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for having me.